Good morning, friends. How you doing today? You waking up nice? Got that cup of something warm. We're not there alone. Watching the fire burn in the fireplace. You're in a nice knitted sweater with a big blanket. Getting ready for Christmas with the nutcrackers decorated everywhere. It's some people's kids. Youth pastors reading pleasant stories alongside other youth pastors. It's your friend, Ian, with his buddy, Andrew. And we're here taking an adventure. Some people's kids. We, we got to get a deal with Netflix to where you can read or make up stories to the crackling fireplace that's going. I'll just do that anyway. Yeah, you will. Just record it. I do story time on the Bronze Beard. Look it up on YouTube. Bronze Beard. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Which, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, I mean, the Bronze Beard makes absolutely no money. <laughs> it, but, it promotes but, us. But I do stories on story. I do what's a segment called story time, and I just tell stories. Wait, so what is a Bronze Beard? To, I mean, I know what it is. but Yeah, the Bronze Beard is me, Ian Much, playing video games. And uh, so we've been we're doing a lot of video games, but I also tell stories. I play games with other people. It's just a fun... The the video game Let's Play Market on YouTube is highly saturated. Yeah. So I don't I just do it for kicks so and giggles. Got I'm not trying to succeed. Five thousand subscribers? Yeah. Solid one hundred and thirty six. <laughs> That's legit. Yeah. I my view rate is like I've got a solid five people that watch my stuff. <laughs> while you're live? Yeah. No, while just in general. Just in general. Okay. And then one of them, my dad my dad, I love you so much, Dad. Thanks, he, Dad. He, my dad, he's a true hero. He's like, yeah. I love you. I don't watch any of your stuff, but I do press play, <laughs> put, flip my phone over, and put it on mute. That way, you get one whole view. <laughs> I was Dude, like, that's I do that. Your dad's game is on point. He is. He just a, he just cares about you. So wants he, to get you a view. He does. He's he's incredible. That's he's, what I'm talking. He's got about. great time management. <laughs> da da da. Good transition. What are we talking about today? Is time management? How do you? Which, if you listen to this podcast, you can realize you recognize that we're great at this. We're great at staying on task, staying focused. But with time management, we're actually not thinking about tasks or administration, which that would be an interesting episode mm-hmm. to interesting. talk about admin stuff. Write um, that down. Write that down. There's a great book on that: Youth Ministry Management 2.0 or something. They have right, like Mark two DeVry, books. Out. It's not Mark DeVry. No, it's someone else. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, <laughs> I am in the Mark DeVry fan club. I've noticed that you mentioned that book a lot. A lot. That is a- If you like, haven't gotten that book yet, what the <laughs> snot rocket are you doing right snot now? Snot rocket are you doing? <laughs> what in the snot rocket? I gotta tell you guys that we started this episode oh, once no. or one time already, and Andrew forced me to stop it I, because of the intro. Yes, and well- you don't get to know what it is. No, it, <laughs> did you save it? Uh, no, I didn't oh, Okay, say it. it's gone. It's gone. That's because Ian and I are gr- <laughs> a great balance to each other. Um, yeah, so time management and specifically trying to balance um, and trying to manage spending time with students, youth students, and spending time with leaders. And I think that is a... And that's even on top of your normal everyday. you got to set up youth group. You've yes, got to gotta... get their talk done. You've got... you got to go to staff meeting. you got to go meet with a parent. you got to go meet with a parachurch ministry that wants to try to partner with you. you got to meet with your senior pastor. You've got to talk to an elder. You've got to um, 
read a book that someone recommended you read. You're now you got to pick your kid <laughs> up from school, you, right? You I know. Well, maybe I'm the only read. one that recommends. Don't people tell read me books. to read nothing. Um, but <laughs> I can't read. Don't ever tell me that. I can't read. If you hand Ian a book, he's going to hand you. I don't know. Well, good luck with that. But <laughs> what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Do I don't finish know. your sentence? I had like. Multitude, multiple things that you could. I mean, look at your office. Like, you can hand us a ski and a school bus all at the same time. If you guys haven't seen our followed our Instagram, oh yeah, some We're people's kids some, podcast, some people kids podcast. Uh, that's a you can see where we where we are recording is actually my office at church. Yep, which is a different place. It's a different. There's place. not an office like. It's this. a very clean, organized place. Because you manage your time well by keeping your office clean. Mm-hmm. Mine, on the other hand. It's crazy. But anyways. <laughs> talking my mom's going to be so yeah, mad Yeah, your mom's going to be like, one. what is your guys' problem? <laughs> um, so managing So time. how do you manage your yes. time? What I don't is do your, it well. What does so your neither, week look like? So neither what one of us. What does a normal look, week look like? Neither one of us have an assistant. No. That we, we're, we're not that cool at all. No. Um, so we manage our own schedules and stuff. My week, so my week is Tuesday through Friday, and then obviously Sundays. Um and it looks different each and every week. I mean, when you're, when when like you always say, we're in the business, you know, of people, of mm-hmm. broken people, right? And so, it could look like a week of just, hey, it's a pretty slow week. Like this week, our youth minute, our Sunday night coming up, is pretty easy. Um, it's a, it's just a, a a big event really that's easily managed. So I don't have a whole lot. So it could involve some reading. It's going to involve some spending spending time with kids. Um, but Tuesday I get in and I, it's a lot of catch up time with the other pastors from Sunday, from ministries before we have staff meeting on Tuesdays. And then Wednesday is trying to catch up with kids. Uh, we do, we record this, um, catching up with kids, getting my mind wrapped around my lesson. Thursday, I have an intern meeting. Um, I have a meeting in the morning, um, with, uh, Kent Hughes, who's been mentoring me through some, um, you know, biblical theology stuff and, and then um, Friday, it's a lot of getting stuff ready for Sunday because I take Saturdays off. So it's a lot of prep. But then in between that, in the mornings and in the evenings, I'm spending time with kids um, and trying to spend time with leaders. So trying to figure out, which I think is a real tension for young youth pastors, but youth pastors in general, how do you manage investing time with people intentionally Meaning we've scheduled this out. We 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 get together once a week, every other week. And then handling the um, you know, the door knocking situation, right? Hey, I need to talk. And and sometimes it's your leader, sometimes it's students. And so it is the lifestyle job that we have that you yeah. could get a phone call at any moment or a text at any moment that needs to be picked up. Yeah, we we don't have like like our jobs are not set in stone nine to five, you know. So um, it's a twenty four seven kind of gig, um, where yeah, you can get a phone call at two in the morning. You get a phone call while you're on vacation, and you got to take it. You know, you got to take it. So, but I think when it comes to finding a good balance between kids and leaders, because a lot of times, you know, maybe you're a little bit older than some of your leaders, or you're younger and your leader, maybe you're getting mentored by a, a parent volunteer, right, or an elder who's a volunteer as well. So how do you manage that out? What Ian, if you could give like a percentage of your time, you know, like do you give 25% of your week to your leaders, 60% Ooh. of your week to your students? Uh, how, how how do you handle that? Um one of my goals for 
this year has been to uh, meet with every one of my leaders in every two-month cycle. Mm -hmm. So my leader gets to sit down with me um, once every two months, best case scenario. Ideally. Ideally. And um, I don't think I've been great at that this this even though that was my goal, but it's at least every three months have my leaders have at least gotten to sit down with me. Um, in the meantime, uh, when it comes to students, I've had, I've got students that are like, Hey, can we sit down? And then you've got, you know, your one-off meetings with them. They've got like, they want to go ask some girl out, want to know what you think, or they, uh, some, or the girl wants to be like, can you tell that guy to get off? like get off my porch uh so then you or you have that guy sleeping on your porch (laughs) (laughs) is this the same guy that does push-ups in front of (laughs) leaders i mean in front of you know who you are (laughs) um but i i but then i have like there's a few students that i meet with on a weekly basis because they're brand new believers and i the lord's just allowed me to have a relationship with that student or there's students that I've been mentoring for a long time that I meet with almost every other week, and it's it's learning who can. Uh, do you go see the chiropractor? No. I see. see I no. see a chiropractor, and I've learned how long I can go without seeing the chiropractor. I can. Mm. I've learned how, like how long my body can hold the adjustment. Similarly, when it comes to these students, there's I've learned how long some of them can go mm. with without the one-on-one mentoring. And now yeah. there's 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 an aspect of knowing also when to cut your losses mm. in a sense. Let yeah. me be very clear about what I mean by that. I had uh, an individual that I had met with for a long time and when you have the same conversation over and over again and there is no change or repentance yeah. and there there is the lord is gracious and there is a time where i have so many people that need that would like to meet with me yeah. that if i'm going to spend i need to know where to spend my time and where it'll be effective yep and maybe it this for this person, I'm no longer the person that needs to have to meet with you. Mm-hmm. And that that is a difficult moment to have yep. to go like, hey, we keep having the same conversation. You're not listening to me. You're not growing. And until that starts to happen, I have other needs that need to be met. Yeah, there because you're always like what what Jesus says. Uh, you will always have the poor with you. Yeah. Essentially, you're always going to have needy people in your life, yeah. especially as a pastor. And as and and here's the deal: like I said this in the last episode, but everybody who's listening to this podcast, whether you are in youth ministry or not, you are in ministry. Your ministry might be, um, be like your fellow employees. Those are your those are the people you're shepherding. It might be your uh, coworker, it might be your like you have a ministry, and this applies to any of it. Where are you spending your time? You are like you need to know when to move on 
an investment. Yeah. And that might and that is a hard thing to do. That yeah. takes communication with our with the Lord God Almighty and reliance on him because that is a loss. Yeah. Like that person that I was meeting with and investing lots of time in feels like a loss. Yeah. But they had to be released so that they could as you know what scripture says like the as to to learn that what they're doing is not fulfilling and then they'll come back to me at some point and say this was you know what i'm doing right now is unfulfilling and i can't figure out why well yeah. we've been talk we i'm trying to tell you that beforehand right right now you're finally listening well i think you know I think that's right, and and that's not only with students; that's also with leaders. I think you get some, yeah, yeah. you get people who are, um, how do I say this, um, very like hungry to always have this the attention, right? And I'm I'm thankful I've got leaders who are very focused, you know, outward focused in the sense of they're in it because they're in youth ministry because they want to disciple and mentor. There are leaders who are ministries and there are leaders who are ministers. Exactly. That's a great way to say it. So my job is not to be the young adults pastor in the sense of 22 year olds, 25 year olds, or, you know, the parents pastor. I want to be careful with that because we do minister and come alongside parents. My job that I've been entrusted with is these students. So, but I've also been entrusted to train and equip, as Ephesians talks about, these saints, those who want to serve in in youth ministry for ministry. Not only ministry in the church setting, but also outside, like you're talking about. So, I think it's Ephesians 4, um, but an interesting passage on that is just getting equipped, you know, the pastors and the teachers equip the saints for ministry. So I would do want to sit down with my leaders, and sometimes that's a cup of coffee, just checking up how you're doing, checking in, right? But it's also sometimes to say, hey, are you investing in anybody, or are you just showing up? Because I, I love that you're showing up, but are you taking the opportunity to manage some time outside of your week? And I know some people push back, man, I'm so busy, all I can give is Wednesday. Okay, I understand that. Yeah. But if you're coming on Wednesday, make sure that you're also taking that time to be really intentional of saying, hey, I'm really going to invest in people for these two hours because this is yeah, two hours I that, have. That's game day. Yeah. So then you need to show up. But then, so time management. How do you how do you manage the time that you've been given? Yeah. I think it, it comes to, man, I think I mentioned it the last, last episode. It comes to fruit. What is the most fruitful way to manage your time? Yeah. And it's each going. It's going to be kind of seasonal, right? But I think if you can figure out a way to give, you know, if 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 we take the time, if if we just set off the to the side the time that you're giving to invest in people, let's just make that round up to a hundred percent of your time, right? In the sense of that's not your whole week, but you've got let's say you got six hours that week where you can invest in people. I think it's okay if you try to split it right down the middle. Because I do think yeah, yeah. leaders and students need your time. And so I, I'm i wired to say, you're not going to, uh, kids are going to graduate my youth ministry program. And some of them I may have never taken out one-on-one. Yep. That's okay. As long as I can look and go, well, that 
girl spent a lot of time with Lindsay and that girl spent a lot of time with Lexi and that guy spent a lot of time with Trevor and that guy. Like I know they have those relationships. Yeah. But there are going to be kids that I recognize that I'm going to that are going to need my time, whether that's because their circumstances, you know, a little bit more extreme. Maybe they come from a background that I can really devote time to um, or we really connect. I mean, a kid that I, you know, connected with who's in the military now, um, a couple of them are in the military now that I really connected with. Um, they're two, three years out of the youth ministry. And every time they're back home, we get breakfast or we get coffee and we catch up, right? So I devote that time. But I think that 50-50 mark, if you can say 50% of my time, my time to invest in people that I've allotted out is going to be devoted to leaders, and then the other 50% is going to be devoted to students. Now, sometimes it's going to go 75-25, Sometimes it's going to be all students because none of the leaders were available that week, right? Or it's going to be all leaders because, you know, you're two or three students. One got sick. Another one was out of town. You know, So you're going to have that. It's not set in stone. But I think if you can figure out a way to get that pretty balanced, I think you're going to have a really good um, um, layout and understanding of where your ministry is at, the health of your ministry. I think that would be an interesting episode, mm-hmm. too. Of you know we didn't talk about relation did we talk we haven't talked about relationship between youth pastor and volunteer have we no we did those we talked about leaders oh yeah we did we did talk yep. man uh, what kind of memory do I have well I mean we've talked about a lot of things we have talked about a lot but so I think I think that's where I would now again for transparency purposes I'm not great at that I I would probably say I probably spend more time with leaders than I do students because we have an internship program that mm-hmm. I overlook. And so those interns live on the property where my office is, so well, they have access to me all the time. We we also both believe that the youth pastor is intended to be this the over shepherd. We yeah, the, exactly. she, the the leaders, the volunteers who come into the ministry, they're the ones doing on the boots ground ministry. So we go in to equip them. Now, yes, the Lord is who the Lord is, and He's going to put students who like are going to be more lined up with with us and how we can mentor them and or we are thrown into the path of those students in particular um so we that's just going to happen yeah. We, yeah. we you can't stop us from ministering to the students but we right. but we believe that the like it's a it's a every we need those leaders i tell my leaders all the time like you can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to be there. Like ministry doesn't happen if you don't show up because they come for you. Yeah, they don't really come for me. They might like me, but they come because they want a relationship with you, yeah. and you give them time of day. Yeah. Uh, quick note on that phrase you just said: uh, you can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to be there. Where's I was in our uh, youth ministry meeting. It's an intern with our interns, and one of our interns, Trevor, goes. So yeah, like you know what from what like some people's kids podcast said and I was like oh, we're about to get quoted we're going to get quoted and then he goes yeah like I love what he said is you know you can pretend to care but you can't pretend to be there and I was like dang it he quoted Ian really Ian um, no it was it was a cool moment but yeah I think you know if you can find a way to to manage that out to where you give 
you know, a good amount of your time. It may not be 50-50. Well, then talk with your senior pastor, too, because your senior pastor, you might be hired to spend certain amounts of time, like, they have an idea of what they want from you. Yeah. So they might be like, I want you to spend this much time with students, this much time with volunteers. You might even have a youth ministry where you have a volunteer. Yeah. Spend time with that volunteer because make them feel valued and loved, and then... your job might be to shepherd those students. Like you need to look at what you have and be able to do something with what you got. Because you have permission. I think some uh, youth pastors, excuse me, need permission to know you can spend time with your volunteers. Yeah, you, you can spend time with them, um, especially because if you're like, hey, I really connect with a lot of them, but I feel like I got to spend all my time with students. No, balance that out, and that's a great opportunity for you to train. Again, I don't do that great. But it's something that I feel convicted about of like, hey, I need to probably get that once every three months. What do you say? Once every three months? Once, once every, every three two years. Two months? Once every three years. Yeah. There we go. Something <laughs> actually that I can do. Yeah. Once every three years. Well, my name is Andrew. Good to meet you. <laughs> Here for quite some time. <laughs> I think we've seen each other once or twice. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Some People's Kids. I forgot what I said at the beginning of the podcast. It's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Youth pastors re- it reading you. silently alongside other youth pastors or something. No, I don't know. I did some ASMR business at the beginning <laughs> of this episode. It was weird. I, I, I hate ASMR. Is that how you say it? I, oh, yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's, anyway, guys, like it? it's youth pastors walking alongside other youth pastors. That's the, the main goal of this ministry. And I can't believe I forgot what I said at the beginning of this. First time. First time in this entire season we appreciate you guys you guys are incredible thank you for leaving reviews leaving comments for following us on on all of the, your different podcast locations uh thank you for supporting us both financially and with prayer you guys are incredible we love you guys so much and thank you for all the feedback that is just allowing us to grow we'll see you next time on some people's kids talk to fam. y'all later bye-bye